Hey everybody, it's me, Michelle Wright, and welcome to 99 Ways to Win, where we empower Christian women to navigate life with biblical principles, critical thinking, and a healthy dose of grace. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Hope you are doing well. Uh, As I said on the previous um, episode, we're going to be talking today about the power of discernment. Um, And I thought of this topic uh, several weeks ago, um, may have been a month at this point, uh, after seeing the uproar and the controversy about uh, this performance at the Grammys um, by this guy named Sam Smith, who I honestly was not familiar with. And so I was reading about it and seeing commentary and they were talking about how there was this demonic imagery and he had horns and everybody had on red and all of this stuff. And I'm like, okay. Um, and so I like, oh, okay, I wonder what song he was performing. And I found out that the name of the song was Unholy. And I'm thinking to myself, well, shoot. That gives you a cue, a clue right there. Uh, so I look up the lyrics to this song and it's talking about this married man who has kids and he's cheating on his wife. And I'm like, wow. And I'm, and I'm, it's on YouTube. It was a lyric video. And I'm looking at the comments and people are talking about like, oh, you know, this is a cool song. Wow. You know, they love it and all this. And I'm like, how do they think this is okay? I don't, what? You know, this is crazy. Well, lest I be too comfortable on my high horse, um, later on, I went to look up uh, lyrics to a song that I used to listen to uh, back in the day when I was in college um, called Victory by Diddy and um, Notorious B.I.G. is also on that song. And I just remembered the beginning, uh, you know, Puff Daddy's rapping a cappella, and, you know, I thought it was cool, and, you know, whatever. And there was like a, a line that I couldn't remember, so I looked it up, because, you know, I just remember he's like, yo, the sun don't shine forever, but as long as we're here, then we might as well shine together better now than never. You know, it's like, okay, it's just a simple rap, whatever. Well, I go look up the lyrics, I find the words that I was looking for, and I just decide to keep scrolling down to read the rest of the rap well after diddy says the only thing left is god for these cats the ad lib in parentheses says is going the f down now and i'm like i don't remember that part so then i keep reading and it goes to notorious big's first verse and he's talking about you know, how he kills people and the feds are after him and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay. And then I see the line that says, son of Satan. And I'm like, whoa. That lyric was in there this whole time and I didn't pay attention to that. Did I not hear that when I was playing this on my radio, on the TV? And all of that to say that just like those people that were enjoying this song by Sam Smith were not using discernment, spiritual discernment, 
I was not using spiritual discernment in my youth, my young adult years at that time when I'm listening to this song and this man is literally calling himself the son of Satan as he's talking about these different things. And it made me think about in Genesis when the serpent approached Eve, she was not using discernment. Because he comes up to her and is like, well, you know, did God really say that you can't eat any of the trees in the garden? It's like he's questioning God, questioning his wisdom and, and like what his instructions were. And Eve did not think to herself, hey, this conversation seems like, it's, you know, this is not something I need to be engaging in. And, then, you know. Most of us know what happened after that. So let's talk a little bit about discernment. What is discernment? Well, according to Oxford Languages Online, in the Christian context, it is the perception in the absence of judgment with a view to obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding. That was kind of weird. It's a little bit hard to understand. So I apologize. But uh, in just a general context, it says the ability to judge well. In a Christian context, it's basically saying without you, you know, trying to cloud it with your bias, you're just looking at, okay, you're trying to get spiritual guidance. You're trying to get uh, understanding of a situation. Uh, Merriam-Webster says discernment is the quality of being able to grasp and comprehend what is obscure, skill in discerning, an act of perceiving or discerning something. Uh, now, these these next definitions are probably going to be a little bit more helpful and easy to understand, and they are from Christianity.com. Discernment is the ability to decide between truth and error, right and wrong. The process of making careful distinctions in our thinking about truth and an ability to think biblically. Discernment is accurately evaluating ourselves, people, and situations. We discern things correctly by having a sound perception of what is true, right, and essential. And that is from Christianity.com. Um, so... Why is discernment important? Well, obviously, if you can't tell what's right or wrong, then you don't know what you should do or what you shouldn't do, what you should say or shouldn't say, what you should avoid or what you shouldn't avoid. Um, so what does the Bible say about discernment? Um, it says that we're supposed to be discerning. <laughs> uh, God expects this of us. First uh, Thessalonians 5.21 and 22, uh, 19 through 22, excuse me. Uh, this is the message translation. Don't suppress the spirit and don't stifle those who have a word from the master. On the other hand, don't be gullible. Check out everything and keep only what's good. Throw out anything tainted with evil. Uh, so it's saying, hey, you know, listen to people that are talking to you. Um, from the word of God there's teaching 
but don't just fall for anything listen to what they're saying and evaluate if this is good if this is sound and if it's not kick it out uh first john four and one beloved do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are of god for many false prophets have gone out into the world Uh, again talking about being discerning when it comes to people that are saying that they're speaking on behalf of the lord um now you might say well okay what else were you talking about preaching what does it have to do with what music i listen to or what movies i watch obviously when you're a christian you're not just a christian at church you're not just worried about what's going on at church or the bible stuff it's like it permeates your whole life so you look at philippians chapter 1 verse 9 through 10 i pray that your love will overflow more and more and that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding for i want you to understand what really matters so that you may live pure and blameless lives until the day of christ's return so paul is telling the philippian church i want you to live pure and blameless lives grow in in knowledge and understanding be overflowing with love so it's like hey your life should be pure and the only way that's going to happen is if you are focused on not just what you're doing but what and what you're saying but what you're letting in what you're entertaining with your ears and your eyes and your conversations um last one on discernment hebrews 5 and 14 Uh, but solid food is for the mature who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil so you have to constantly practice judging what's good what's evil what's right what's wrong what's godly what's of the devil what's of the flesh so all of that being said we're going to go back to the examples I gave of, you know, the song by Sam Smith, the song by Diddy, uh, the thing with the serpent. If I had been discerning as a young person, I knew that songs by Puff Daddy, Notorious B.I.G., the whole bad boy label, particularly the rap stuff, but even with the R&B, if you listen to the lyrics... It's full of fornication, violence, pride, profanity. So, like, the content was already anti-God and pro-sin. Or you could say pro-Satan. So, even though on the other songs, he may have never said he was a son of Satan or he was following the devil. They were telling me who they were following. They were telling me who they were obeying by the things that they were talking about and the way that they were communicating. But me being worldly and just worried about this house this sounds good this is what everybody's listening to you know this is feeding my flesh oh it's just a song i'm still listening to it i was not being discerning and so you look at with the sam smith thing i'm glad that even people who aren't necessarily religious looked at that performance and were like hey this is kind of a bit much you know they didn't think he going too far that's good 
apparently there's a line that some people have that they're like okay i'm not really i don't know if i'm comfortable with this but if they listen to to what he's talking about and promoting in the song to begin with the fact that the name of it was unholy and then the fact that he's glorifying somebody cheating on his wife this person that he has kids with and he's married and is talking about oh she doesn't know you know you're doing this or whatever and it's like if you are thinking hey this is not okay i wouldn't want somebody to cheat on me i wouldn't want my brother you know my 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 sister you know her husband to be stepping out on her like this i wouldn't think that was funny i wouldn't think that was cool if they were being discerning they wouldn't be supporting this for him to even have end up winning a grammy and let's go back to genesis if eve had paid attention to what the serpent was saying at the beginning twisting and misrepresenting god's spoken word he was showing disrespect for god by the way he came to her and the way he was like oh did god really say you can't eat it and then she was like well no 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 he said you know we can't eat of we can eat the other trees but you know we can't eat uh or touch this one in the middle of the garden or we're gonna die so then he goes oh well you're not gonna die he's directly disputing what god said disrespectful and instead of her cutting it off she's going along with it she's being tempted and she's listening so then he's like oh you know he's he's uh he's trying to hold you back because he knows if you eat this then you're going to be wise like him and you're going to know the difference between good and evil she didn't have the discernment and the good judgment to stop the conversation early on and so that led to her being tempted and her falling to the temptation so then we have to ask ourselves how can we have discernment how can we strengthen our discernment how are we supposed to know you know what's right what's wrong um i actually was talking to a few of my friends about this um a few weeks back and you know one of them said you know asking god for help um acknowledging that we don't have the ability to make proper judgments all the time we don't know uh the way that we should go and uh surrendering and acknowledging our dependence and our need uh dependence on and need for god um another one of my friends said you know the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom you got to get in the word and you will get discernment from that uh another one of my friends said you know you just know we have a conscience for a reason and also we have past experiences that have shown us um what different things mean and what different situations uh lead to and we can use those things to guide us and i think all of those answers um are are part of it they're all true obviously the word is our basis um you know that's what we want to get the bulk of our information from but before you even know what the word is you're old enough to even understand that god did give us a conscience now people's and we talked about that you know people's conscience can be changed or altered or perverted depending on what kind of upbringing they have had but even so everybody just kind of has uh 
God has just built into us this sense of right and wrong. And some things we just know, like, it's just, you know, I shouldn't just walk up to this person and just start, you know, hitting them in the face. You know, <laughs> you just kind of know that ain't right. Um, and as far as asking God for help, praying, which is just basically praying and acknowledging our dependence on God. All of these things are how we can have discernment. So we spend more time in the word, um, time with God in prayer reading and studying god's word listening to god's word hey it's it's 2023 we can listen on our phones on a tablet whatever um and obeying god's word um if we think back to uh hebrews 5 and 14 where it says by constant use we have trained ourselves to distinguish good from evil i think uh within that is obedience okay i know i'm not supposed to cuss this person out or i'm not supposed to say something nasty or i'm not supposed to be sarcastic so even though i want to because this person did something wrong or they made me mad i'm not going to i'm going to obey god and i'm going to respond in a christian way or i'm going to be quiet right now so i don't say something wrong and when i calm down i'm gonna come back and say something to them that's obedience and the more you do what's right the easier it is to do it and the easier it is to see when uh something is not adding up or you know the easier it is to know when you messed up because you're like yeah you know that didn't yeah that didn't really quite sit well i don't you know lord i'm sorry i think maybe i shouldn't have done that you know um another way that we can strengthen our discernment is avoiding unholy unbiblical habits thought patterns conversations situations relationships um ungodly entertainment ungodly people uh now like paul said you know we're in the world we're not of the world but we are in the world we can't disassociate ourselves from everybody that's not a christian uh because that's not realistic and nor is it helpful we can't evangelize if we're not around people who aren't already saved but we need to pay attention to um, what we're doing and what we're saying and what we're engaging in when we're around people. Uh, you know, people talk about, you know, Jesus was Jesus hung around sinners. And, you know, that's why the Pharisees didn't like him. But we have to be careful that we don't misconstrue that, that we don't like paint the wrong picture, because we know that Jesus was teaching about what God really wanted uh from us and for us so yeah he went to Zacchaeus's house the tax collector who had cheated people but when he went there Zacchaeus ended up saying you know what everybody that I cheated you know I'm gonna pay them back you know I'm gonna give to the poor so we don't know exactly what Jesus said but apparently whatever he said obviously his reputation had preceded him already but the way that he carried himself and what he said led this man to repent so he didn't go over there to Zacchaeus's house and you know laugh and talk about how he could cheat some more people and be like oh man yeah you got all this stuff yeah that's you know you gotta do what you gotta do if, if the roman government letting you do that you know you just gotta get yours that's not what he was doing he wasn't patting him on the back for doing wrong he wasn't um enabling him or 
uh turning a blind eye to what was wrong he was telling him the things that were right so we want to be around people but we might got to still carry that light of jesus uh when we're around people who aren't saved who aren't living right not that we're beating them over the head but we just got to be still christian and not engage in things that are not godly um Pursuing holy and biblical habits, pursuing holy and biblical thought patterns, conversations, situations, entertainment, relationships, people. So it's not enough just to avoid bad stuff, right? You have to pursue good and holy things, uh, whether that's, you know, obviously the Bible, but also just things that are um, aligned with a Christian worldview that are based on solid biblical principles okay so and sometimes that means just seeking out things that don't have a bunch of junk in them that's not promoting you know a bunch of drug use or um you know revenge or things like that um but it also means pursuing things that are holding holding up um good traits and portray the the main character is somebody that has admirable qualities and that's honest or that admits when they mess up or you see that you know just basic stuff good is portrayed as good and evil is portrayed as evil and unfortunately in this day and time there's a lot of things where evil is portrayed as good you know the protagonist is somebody that's actually doing a bunch of bad stuff and they're not ashamed of it they're not repentant of it it's just Oh, well, you know, they're still a kind of cool person, even though they do this or they're a, whatever, a psycho murderer or whatever. And it's like you're supposed to empathize with them. And it's not a thing of, OK, hey, they're this person doing these bad things and there's a consequence to it or they realize that they're wrong and they change. So we just have to be mindful, you know, of those things. Um, speaking of which. You know, we all know Netflix. There is a service called Pure Flix, uh, which the whole thing is, it's, you know, inspirational uh, Christian theme shows and movies and things like that. Um, I did subscribe to it a long time ago when my kids were younger and there was a few movies that we watched that were pretty good. I recently got my subscription uh, active again and, you know, there's, there's a few good things on there. I mean, is it? gonna be riveting like you know blockbuster movies no (laughs) but they have some decent content on there and it's really nice to be able to um you know watch something where people actually believe in god and (laughs) talk about god and uh people go through challenges and you know whatever and they they grapple with these different things and you know some of the stuff is funny some of it is uh you know dramatic um there's a good mix of things on there so that's definitely something to check out um also if you have kids uh plugged in movie review or plugged in uh which is uh from the group focus on the family they review movies tv shows uh video games um and they let you know the content in there spiritual content um if there's drugs or sex uh, what the overall summary of it is uh so you can kind of evaluate okay is this something that I want to watch with my kids or do I need to wait till they're older or do I want to watch it with them but there's some things that I want to discuss with them um, also there's a uh, common sense media 
which is not spiritually based necessarily or doesn't present itself that way but it just is still again it lets you know what kind of content is in there that may be of a concern if you have kids whether it's young kids or teenagers um so those are things that you can use to help you um be careful to guard the eyes and ears of your kids or your nieces and nephews or your grandkids or you know maybe you work with youth you know because you work at you know a school or daycare or church or whatever it is uh, you can use these things or share these resources uh, with other people so the last thing that i want to talk about uh, concerning this whole idea of discernment and how we can be discerning with uh, how we're engaging uh, with the world around us is Galatians chapter 5. Um, it is very, very clear, laid out to us so that we can evaluate in our own lives, in our own thoughts and habits and actions, and in the uh, if the, the world around us and the people around us is the works of the flesh is the fruit of the spirit works of the flesh sexual immorality impurity debauchery idolatry witchcraft hatred discord jealousy fits of rage selfish ambition dissensions factions envy drunkenness orgies and similar things and Paul says, those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Those who live like this, it's a habit, it's a pattern. They're not trying to fight it. They're not trying to get out of it. This is just what they do. And they're unapologetic about it. You will not inherit the kingdom of God. And these are not things that we are to promote or support or surround ourselves with. Now, fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And we produce this fruit by crucifying the flesh with its passions and desires. So you got to crucify all this stuff. On the other side, all this sexual immorality, impurity, jealousy, you got to crucify that, kill that. And then the love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, all of that will rise up. And you have to live by the spirit and keep in step with the spirit in order to produce this fruit of the spirit. And if you're living by the spirit, you will produce that fruit and you will inherit the kingdom of God. So what does that have to do with the discernment? When you're listening to a song, is it full of fleshly works or fruit of the spirit? Is it talking about things that are listed as works of the flesh? Or is it talking about things that are listed as fruits of the spirit? And you have to be careful because sometimes it has both. They're talking about love, but they're talking about it in a a very sensual way or in an immoral way or in a way that God has not ordained or you know this type of thing or they're talking about friendship and love 
and you know their, their boys or whatever but the things that they're go out doing with their friends and their boys are you know uh drunkenness or orgies or sexual immorality so it's like okay hmm you have to pay attention you got to think about these things so these are things that um you know we just need to be aware of as christians and uh we just it's a constant battle it's a constant challenge and if you're struggling with this and it's hard for you to like turn off certain things or it's it's hard for you to be like well man well but you know this sounds okay like it's not that bad at least if you're thinking about it and you're struggling then that means that you care and so that's good but we just want to remember that god is holy um god is perfect and everything that he is telling us to do is so that we can be more like him and as we're more like him um honestly it's a blessing um it's a fuller richer happier life uh than fulfilling the fleshly desires fleshly desires um they do feel good (laughs) but they lead to destruction and they don't really ultimately satisfy um and of course when all of this is gone you know we all got to leave this earth at some point it's like hey do you want to have fun down here and not be able to have the support of god and that relationship with god and then you die and then you're separated from god forever and you're being punished forever or do you want to have some difficulty down here deny yourself some stuff and be like okay well this kind of sucks but you know at least i got a relationship with god and then realize oh wait this is much better this fellowship with God and this fellowship with saints where I don't have to worry about all this other junk is a better life. And then when I die, I get to experience everything in perfection. So it's like really is practice for what we're going to do and what we're going to be around when we leave here. So you shun the evil, you shun, uh, you know, the jealousy, the envy, the rage and all of this stuff. And you're gravitating towards and embracing the love and the forbearance and you're living by the spirit and crucifying your flesh to deny all those evil things and embrace the good things and then when you get to heaven that's all there is is those good things that you were already embracing and you're surrounded by god and in revelation it says there will be no need of the sun or the moon <laughs> because god is the light in heaven it's going to be a beautiful thing so I just wanted to share that with y'all. Uh, you know, be encouraged. Uh, we can't be fooled. Uh, we can't, like, we can't turn our brains off, you know, and just say, oh, it's just a song. Oh, it's just this. We got to really think about what we're letting into our, our eyes and our ears and our heads, and what we're promoting and supporting. And if we're parents, you know, what we're letting our kids listen to. And they're not going to like it. When you say, hey, you know, I don't want you to listen to that or I don't think you need to watch that. They're not going to like it. My kids didn't like it when I told them some movie. No, we're not watching that. But it's not based on whether or not you like it. It's based on what's right before God. And now that my kids are older, you know, 17, 19, um, you know, they understand. I mean, honestly, they understood when they were younger, but they really understand even more now. 
and I can see the difference. I can see it in the way that they think, in the way that they talk, um, and even the own choices that they make themselves about what they listen to and choose to do and say now because I guided them when they were younger. So if you're a parent and you're going through that where you don't let them listen to the same thing everybody else listened to and they think you're being too hard and you're making too much big of a deal, just just keep doing it. It's worth it because God said to do it. God is cheering you on. He's supporting you. And I'm just going to want to tell you it's worth it. So just stay at it. Okay. Um, it's, that's all I got, you know, for this episode. Um, I'm not sure what I'll be talking about next time. <laughs> we'll see. I appreciate your patience. I meant to upload this a lot sooner, but you know, hey, it is what it is. We're going to just keep moving and, you know, it'll get better and better. So, um, if you have any suggestions for things that you would like for me to talk about, let me know. You can email me, um, Michelle at 99waystowin.com, 99ways2win.com. Um, and, you know, just let me know what you would like to talk about. If you have comments on this, please go ahead and comment, um, you know, below the podcast. Let me know what you think, what your thoughts are. Uh, if you disagree with something I said, let me know. I want to hear it. Uh, you know, let's engage. So thank you uh, for listening. Thank you for your support. And until next time, keep seeking your success. <laughs>